of the b-roll podcast we are the sci-fi wise guys i'm one of your hosts chris and i'm your other host anthony anthony how you doing i'm okay i'm okay yeah they're back over 100 degrees i don't know if you saw that you think i've been outside i ain't been outside man (laughs) fair enough well if you're a first-time listener thanks for tuning in do you tune into podcasts i guess thanks for downloading or streaming you know whichever one you did on our podcast, we watch sci-fi, sci-fi adjacent slash fantasy films, web television shows, TV shows, you know, mini series, things like that. Visual media. Visual media, right. Essentially do a review, but the way we do that review is we first talk about what we watched and how it exists in that media. Then we do a, a plot breakdown if it has a plot. And then we give our final thoughts to determine, ultimately, if we like it and if that media is worth the price of subscription. Did I say, did I say straight to stream? I don't. I was, I was on my phone. Oh, fair enough. Let me do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, everything that we watch is straight to stream. I think with very few exceptions, nothing that we've watched has actually gotten either a theatrical release or has only been on television. There have been a few so. that got a limited theatrical release before going straight yeah. to stream. I, I think if it opens in two theaters or only one festival, that counts as straight to stream or straight to DVD. Yeah. I think the only real exception is Charmed, really. Well, I think Charmed debuted on the, on TV, but was also on the CW channel. Oh, well, that's cheating. Yeah. That's cheating. I watched an interview with the Amels on Code 8. They Named off all the theaters that they had released it in, and it was like 10. Oh, wow. So I guess if it was only yeah. 10, you would know those 10. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was in Irving, Texas, and I was like, hey, I've been there. Yeah. But I've been there. I've driven through it. So. Yeah, several times. So what did we watch, Anthony? We watched... <laughs> so this is a Thursday episode, so we watched a non-movie. In this case, we watched Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Siege. <laughs> part one yeah i guess of six as i described earlier disappointing we go over oh huh oh you're giving a oh sorry go ahead did you did you say disappointing? i said disappointing <laughs> yes <laughs> spoilers with, with our podcast um we kind of talk about what we watched at the beginning give our initial impressions kind of any sort of tidbits the history backstory what have you if you don't know what transformers are I don't know what you guys are doing. Transformers is a, uh, I think it actually started out as a toy line, which is robots that are humanoid in nature that transform into things. Sometimes it's cars, sometimes it's jets, sometimes it's a gun, sometimes it's a cassette player (laughs) (laughs) or cassette tape, if if you would. Oh, yeah. But what did you, uh, what did you think about this? What were your initial impressions? Uh, Mixed. Okay. That's it? Just mixed? <laughs> well, for one, you tricked me into watching anime, which... <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. No, it got mixed. The art style is fantastic. I love the art style. The voice acting is good enough. I, I say good enough. It's good. It's The voice acting is good. I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who 
are upset that some of the more iconic Transformers don't have their traditional voice actors, but I'm okay with change. I mean, eventually it's gotta, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You can kind of hear a little bit of those original voices in there. And of course, everything has robot effects over it anyway, so whatever. Okay. The animation, like I said, the art style is good. The animation's a little odd. It was real slow paced, which was weird. It felt like it was made for a slightly older audience. I mean, it's still rated TV, what, Y7 or what have you, but I feel like it was more geared towards your 13, 14 year old kids instead of your, your 10 year old kids. I liked, I really, really liked the bits of lore we got in there. They na- they name dropped Alpha Trion right at the beginning. And this is, I think, the first Transformer television series to take place. It's not the first time we've seen Cybertron, but for it to be all on Cybertron is pretty interesting. And lastly, the big, the biggest disappointment in the whole bit is that it is not related in any way to the video yeah. game franchise Transformers <laughs> War for Cybertron. I think when I initially pitched this idea to you, the name caught me and I was like, man, we liked that game. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's based on that. Uh, well, after I watched the first episode, I, I did my usual research and I discovered that uh, in the first sentence, well, not the first sentence, but the first paragraph in Wikipedia, Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy is a toy line and transmedia franchise that is part of the Transformers brand by Hasbro announced in February 2018. It is not related to the video game of the same name. Yeah. Side note, that's a really good video game. Yeah, fantastic. I think we've discussed this long before we decided to do a podcast, but when it comes to Transformers, I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, I mean, I had some comic books when I was a kid. I had a couple of toys when I was younger. I have toys over on my shelf right now. I just, it's, there's nothing wrong with Transformers in my opinion. I think it's a, it's a great intellectual property it's just never it's it's never been the itch for me and i know you're a bigger fan far bigger fan than i am i am the biggest casual fan of transformers (laughs) you've ever met when that game came out we both geeked out about it yeah and played a lot of it and that's a really good game the sequel is even better and the sequel to that is absolute trash oh there's a third one yeah let's well oh man Kind of. Okay, fair enough. The same company. So there was when the fourth Transformers movie came out. And I don't know why they did this, but it's called, I think, like Rise of the Dark Spark or something like that. The game is. I see But the game is a movie tie-in and Mm. a sequel to Fall uh, Fall of Cybertron at the same time. Like they go back and forth between the two universes, like through some portal. Yeah, it's garbage. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Transformers... War for Cybertron, great game. Yeah. Recommend. Absolutely. I don't think I said it, but when we, for newer listeners, we only watch the pilot. Right. Well, I say that. We only review the pilot. <laughs> for, <laughs> yeah, yes. we, if we watch it, if we watch an episode of a show that we really like, there, there are times that we watch a bunch more episodes. I've done it myself on more than a few of our episodes. I'd uh, never do our, that. That would make my sh- opinions impure. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I I liked it, or let me rephrase that. I think my impressions were positive. Sure, sure. I think it's only 25 minutes, probably less. 25 minutes. Well, I think you get like two minutes of credits. Oh, I didn't see how long the credits were. When it comes to animated television shows, especially nowadays, there's a lot of, or animated movies, what have you. There's a lot of credits because there's usually a lot of studios that are working on it. Plus Netflix puts all of their right. the different dub credits on there. They don't have different video files for the different dubs or what have you. They throw it all in there. Right. So do you want to blurb 
do I want to hear a blurb or do you want me to blurb? I can blurb. You can blurb. Blurb. Man, this IMDb blurb is the best blurb we have had <laughs> ever. Hands down. Okay. Maybe, maybe if there was another one that almost reaches it, it's maybe the Angels Fallen blurb. <laughs> <laughs> the blurb is <clears throat> animated series set in the world of battling Autobots and Decepticons. Concise. I love it. Straight to the point. Like at this point, they're like, <laughs> we don't need to explain anymore. This is all it is. <laughs> this show has a rating on IMDb. Yeah. 7.7. Pretty good. Pretty good. Especially for something like this that has a lot of diehard fans that, you know, oh, this doesn't have colon in it? Mm, one out of 10. I'm sure that's, <laughs> I haven't read them, but I'm sure that's in a couple, more than one, one out of 10 review there. The Google blurb is on their dying planet. The Autobots and Decepticons battle for control of the AllSpark and the Transformers universe origin story. This is like a pre 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 prequel. Yeah, right? it's I guess. before G one. Okay, it is in its own timeline. It is not tied. Okay. Well, it's at least not tied to the original Transformers mm. with its uh, storyline. They do change some characters up for better or for worse. Rotten Tomatoes. A hundred percent average, fresh rating, critically. Okay. Eighty-eight percent audience score. Interesting. So I think that's our highest for both. Yeah. I don't How many critics? One that, How many critics? Uh, I don't have that information. When I say that, like I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes for it, and normally it would have the the uh, critics, like the number of critics. Mm. It just has the average tomato meter and then the average audience score. So I don't have that information just yet. This was released on July 30th of 2020, so it's possible that we are some of the first people to sure. review it. You know. <laughs> How do we get our credentials for Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. How do we do that? I don't know. Hmm. We should look Let's pause that. the podcast. Hold on. <laughs> so, do you want some fun facts about this show? I like fun facts. Did you do any research after watching it? Yes, but as is... Tradition, when I start researching something about Transformers, I end up on a completely different thing about Transformers. <laughs> so a little bit, but I'm sure I mostly read about other Transformer things. <laughs> when we watch things, we are watching them for the first time. So we don't do any research beforehand other than finding out what streamable platform we are able to watch it on. So... Hasbro, I guess, has its own production studio called AllSpark. Yeah. Animation. It's pretty neat. This show is Rooster Teeth Studios. Yeah. First production. And uh, yeah. It's not their, Rooster it's Teeth. Not their first production. It, it, I'm looking at a quote that says, Rooster Teeth co-founder and chief content officer Matt Holum says, said, Transformers War for Cybertron marks the inaugural production for our Rooster Teeth Studios division. Interesting. It's the first thing that Rooster Teeth has put not just directly on their website because they made Ruby prior to this. R-W-B-Y, I always pronounced it Ruby. I might be might be wrong there. I don't know enough. I don't know what that is. It was a Montium anime thing. Fair enough. R.I.P. But it was done through uh, Rooster Teeth while he worked there. Okay. I have a rant save for how Rooster Teeth isn't really Rooster Teeth anymore. <laughs> They're owned by some other yeah. giant media company. They sold out. That's all I'm saying. Is that the same rant that Bioware isn't Bioware? No, yeah, Bioware is not Bioware. But Bungie isn't Bungie. No, Bungie is still Bungie. Blizzard isn't Blizzard. Bungie is still Bungie. (laughs) Blizzard is not Blizzard. (laughs) 
when it comes to Transformers, there have been a great, great deal of cartoons. And I don't want to say cartoons because that's cartoons always sounds like it's something for children. And it's something that a lot of people will actually say, like, hey, I've never really watched Rick and Morty, but people are like, hey, you watch Rick and Morty? And other people are like, no, I don't watch cartoons. Well, yeah. whatever. There's a lot of animated television shows for Transformers, and they made a bunch of movies. I've seen the first one and the fourth one. You mean the, the live action movies? Yes. Yeah. There were also Transformers animated movies. I do remember those. I have seen those, I think. What's the is that the one that has the big the big big transformer? Yeah, Unicron. Unicron. The yeah. planet eating transformer. Yeah, dude, Transformers the movie, as it is called, is fantastic. If you can get the uh, the international English version, the American release is censored. Mm. Yeah. It's good. We won't tell you how to find it, but no, I mean you. I mean, I found it at the library. I mean, just go wherever you get movies. Anything else you want to talk about? It's got a weird pace to it, like a really weird pace. This type of pace would not work if it was released on television. (laughs) That's what I was going to say, and I think we've talked about that before in a previous episode. That television or web television series, whatever you want to call them, when Netflix just drops everything all at once. You don't have to wait a week to watch it, right? So you can bust through the episodes one after another. It's binging. Everyone does it. You know, everyone knows what that is. That has changed the way some of these stories have been told because the people behind them know that that's an option. This would not work if it was Saturday morning. No. This is not going to... This first episode would not keep a kid glued to their television. I think there's... A fight scene. Yeah, and the animation's <laughs> not flashy enough. Even the animation is kind yeah. of, the, their movements aren't smooth. It's kind of clunky, which, yeah. yeah, I know they're giant robots, but they should be faster. I, I don't know. People can say whatever they want about the live action Transformers movies, but they manage to convey giant robots fighting very well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I guess we can get started with our plot breakdown. Yeah. This thing has a plot. Even if it doesn't have a plot, we still break down whatever they call the plot. (laughs) (laughs) And when you said that this was aimed towards, I guess maybe not necessarily a more mature audience, but maybe older, slightly older. Well, yeah, because you can't keep an eight year old's attention span with this, you know? Yeah. This was a show that was designed after selling like a toy line or whatever. It's based on the siege toy line, but there's a lot of mature themes at least in my opinion. I feel like there's a lot of questions that get asked in the first episode sure. for various reasons. Mm-hmm. I watched the second episode. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that afterwards. But So our show begins, lightning cracking, and then what appear to be planes flying around. And when I say planes, they look more like the R-Wing from Star Fox. But, <laughs> yeah. but they are flying vehicles that are shaped like a plane or some sort of spacecraft flying through the air. It's a bunch of... Tracer rounds being fired off, anti-air gunfire coming from the ground. A plane gets shot down, crashes, and you know hits a building. And then another one gets shot down and crashes again. Right in front of two Transformers who are on foot. Yeah. One of them is yellow. We can go ahead and name them. Yeah, which is um, the yellow boy Bumblebee, which is crowd favorite. Maybe not my favorite, but a crowd favorite. Yeah. He's really popular now. I don't know why. Like, growing up. I never really, I never cared. I think it's just because he was really prominent in the uh, Michael Bay movies. Yeah. And the movie Bumblebee, would do recommend. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hmm. 
There is another Transformer next to him wearing proudly, I might say, the symbol for the Autobots on his chest. Uh, His name is, I think, Railjack? Wheeljack. Wheeljack, thank you. I have a fun fact. Oh. Bumblebee and Wheeljack are are the two characters that open up the first episode of the original Transformers cartoon series in 1984. That is a fun fact. Okay. A little homage, maybe. Railjack, not Railjack, Wheeljack. <laughs> Why do I keep saying Railjack? Uh, I don't even know what that is. Wheeljack slips and falls and he makes some noise. And then Bumblebee says, hey man, be quiet. Do you know how uh, I... <laughs> uh, he tells him to be quiet. And then another plane flying Transformer lands. They duck behind some rubble. He scans some stuff and then doesn't find anything and then flies away. And we get the uh, Transformer noise, the chong, 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 or whatever. As it transforms. I can never really do that with my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you keep saying planes. Um, I mean, these are jets, right? These are like supersonic yeah. jets. Yeah, they're sleek. Yeah. When you say the word plane, I think commercial plane or That's crop fair. duster. That's fair. I mean, still an airplane. Sure, but, sure, sure. But yeah, it, it's designed for supersonic speeds. Is it an airplane? Like, if there's no, is there air on cyber? I guess there has to be an atmosphere. Well, they don't breathe. Right. So is it an airplane? I don't know. If you do know, write to us. At sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com and explain to us what it would be. Yeah, I need to know the atmospheric makeup of Cybertron. <laughs> someone knows. During you say that someone knows. During the era of the Great War. <laughs> Thank you. Bumblebee says, like, hey man, do you know how I survive out here? I don't make any noise. But he's making a bunch of noise. <laughs> yeah. Kind of I thought it was kind of funny. It's like, yeah. I'm going to tell this guy to shut up really loudly. (laughs) I feel like he's making more noise than the other guy who slipped. Wheeljack says, hey, man, look, I hired you to take me to the Energon, so take me to the Energon. Yeah. Well, I think he says, I didn't hire you for your attitude. Yeah. I hired you to help me find Energon. They are walking down like a long road or some kind of like a causeway or something, and they get to what looks like a dead end. Wheeljack points his gun at him and says, hey, man, I don't like dead ends. And then Bumblebee's like, I don't like dead ends either. And then opens up this huge door. Wheeljack straight pointed a gun at him. Yeah. That was well, a bit aggressive. I mean, how does he know old Bumblebee isn't a Decepticon being deceptive? Oh, I don't know. And leading him into a trap. You're not wrong. You know? You're not wrong. Maybe. Inside this huge cavernous area that has an open roof, whatever, there's large tubes or vats. Yeah. Of Energon. And he's like, wow, I've never seen this much Energon before. And then they look over and see, they call it a space bridge, but it looks like a bunch of concentric circles yeah. in a large structure. Apparently it used to work. Bumblebee says, yeah, I used to go to Velocitron all the time. Yeah. Cool. I don't know what that is, but cool. You know what a space bridge is? I assume it's like um, you use it to teleport from one place to another place that has a space bridge. I don't know if you actually need a space bridge on the other end. Oh. But yeah, it's, it's how it sends them through transwarp space is how they have faster than light travel from planet to planet or what have you. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wheeljack goes over to, I think he's trying to turn it on. Bumblebee stops him. He's like, what are you doing, man? Dumb move. Do you want the Decepticons to find us? Oh, man. I was like, what? what is he doing? Why is he Wheeljack. doing? Gosh, yeah. man. Wheeljack is not, not very... <laughs> bringing his A game. He's not very covert. <laughs> what does he transform into? I don't think we actually see him transform. We don't into see him or man, Bumblebee but... transform. Even when, when uh, 10 minutes from now, when they're running away at full speed, they don't transform into their fa- Yeah. Continuity here. 
It's not. It's not. It's just, <laughs> I don't think that's what the continuity error is. <laughs> Wheeljack is like, hey man, you know, you should join us or something. And Bumblebee's like, look man, I'm not here. I'm not here to join a side. I'm not here to fight your war. I'm just trying to survive. Wheeljack says, well, the Decepticons won't stop until they, you know, destroyed all of us. And then subtitles Jetfire appears behind them and says, you be careful which side you choose. Yeah. Which is a good point in any war. Yeah. And then we get our title sequence, which I thought was a pretty neat title sequence. It's nifty. It's pretty short, too. Yeah. We get some more names. Thundercracker and Starscream. Yeah. Starscream says, uh, you should head out to the surrender stations, but we can just surrender you here. And then he, like, points his gun at both of them. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I love I Starscream. <laughs> he, they get scanned by one of them. I think Thunderjacker is the one that, or Thundercracker is the one who scans them. I don't Thundercracker? know. Thundercracker? What? I think it's Thundercracker. No. Thundercrack? Oh, it is. It is Thundercracker. All right. Yeah. Never mind. It just sounds so stupid. <laughs> what did I say at first? Thunderjacker? I don't know. Something, yeah. <laughs> Wheeljack is identified. He's an Autobot. Ooh. Known associates Optimus Prime. He has the huge symbol on his chest. They're like, ooh, he's an Autobot. I'm like, yeah. I mean, again, what if he just painted it on there just to lie, you know? For what? To not get shot. <laughs> but they're in Decepticon territory. He could have just put a big Decepticon, like, they make them. I, you can put them on your car. I've seen it where they have just, like, the little in your window. Yeah. He could have just done that, and he would have walked right through. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, he's Wheeljack is wearing this proudly on his chest. Like, he wants people to know yeah. he's an Autobot. He's, he's for the cause. They are unable to identify Bumblebee. Like, they don't even know his name. Mm-hmm. Starscream is about to shoot them. He's like, looters should be shot on sight, much less Autobots. And then Jetfire cuts his arm off? Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> and he just pretty much drops the hammer. He's like, I'm in command. I decide what happens to the prisoners. Starscream, already doing his thing, where uh, if, if you are unfamiliar with the Transformers canon, Starscream is very, very much about ascending through the ranks, taking control, being in command. Like He's ambitious. Oh, yeah. And he's already trying to do that in the first 10 minutes of this episode by claiming that if he were in charge of the Seekers, they would have captured the Autobots by now. <laughs> and I have here that you should at least wait an episode before trying to take over <laughs> the Decepticons, but whatever. Well, he straight tells Jetfire, you would already be dead by my hand. Like, what? And then, uh, <laughs> and then Wheeljack is like, you mean that hand? <laughs> <laughs> Great line. Yeah. It's only joke in the whole episode right there. Yeah. yeah. For his trouble, he gets punched in the head. <laughs> and then Starscream pretty much mutinies. He convinces the other Seekers to take over and kill Jetfire. Uh, and they engage in a little bit of a fight. Bumblebee and Wheeljack run away. Jetfire's like, you idiots, they're getting away. Well, they didn't get very far. No. Because they run right into Megatron, the big MT himself. And then he uh, makes fun of Starscream a little bit. And he's like, hey, did these two little Autobots do that to you? <laughs> and Jetfire's like, nah, man. I had to... I mean, he doesn't say it, but he's pretty much like... He, well, he said he up. stepped out of line, so we had a conversation. Yeah, we, had a, we had an engineering dispute, <laughs> yes. yeah. Megatron doesn't necessarily want to kill these Autobots. Well, Wheeljack and Bumblebee, because Bumblebee's not an Autobot. He makes it abundantly clear throughout this episode that he's not an Autobot. Repeatedly, yes. 
it, this isn't a empire did nothing wrong kind of thing, but Megatron is right. War is bad for everybody involved, and he's just trying to win that war. And the way he's going to win the war is by winning the hearts of the people. If you can convince enough people that your cause is just, eventually you might be able to win. He claims that the Autobots are getting desperate, and he's right. Moving into enemy territory to try to steal Energon seems pretty desperate to me. Yeah. And then we cut to Optimus Prime driving around on this highway. We know it's Optimus Prime because he's the only semi-truck, apparently, in all of Transformers. It's also, it's red. I mean, it's not... Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, we know it's Optimus Prime. Yeah. Megatron tries to convince Wheeljack. He's like, you should join me. Help me stop this battle. I want to stop the war. Wheeljack's like, nah, man. Uh, freedom is the right of all sentient creatures or whatever he says. Starscream just kind of eggs on Megatron with things like, yo, such disrespect. How could he talk to you like that? Uh-huh. With the words of a prime to the great Megatron. Megatron kind of sneers a little bit, asks Bumblebee what's up. Bumblebee's like, I'm not out here trying to choose a side. I'm trying to survive. Megatron calls him a coward. And then he says, yeah. you know, at least your homeboy here, at least he was brave enough to choose a, uh, choice. At least he was brave enough to choose a side, even if it's the wrong side. And then he orders them to be executed. Yeah. Fair enough. Optimus shows up, kind of crashes the party. And then I, I noticed something here. Well, I noticed it earlier, but all the Decepticons' eyes are red. Yeah. Except for Jetfire's. Yeah. Does that mean that he's going to be a good guy? And they just couldn't afford like the budget to change his eye color later? I mean, are you asking for spoilers? I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> Again, I don't know much about Transformers. Yeah, Jetfire uh, famously switches sides. Oh, okay. I don't Fair remember enough. if it's because he chooses to or if he gets damaged in some way. Mm. Jetfire is in... Oh, no, you said you didn't see the live-action movies. He's in the second live-action movie. He's in SR-71. Oh, Okay. Yeah, cool. no, yeah, real cool, actually. Rad. All right. <laughs> One of the best parts of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron demands Prime surrender. Prime won't do it. He won't sign the treaty. He says, you know, uh, I'm out here, you know, trying to fight for everyone, freedom, blah, 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 blah. Uh, well, he says, I won't make my people slaves to your rule. Megatron's like, you don't know anything about slavery. What about the Energon pits, the, gladi- the gladiator pits? Um, if you haven't noticed in this episode by now, all the Decepticons appear to be war machines. Yes. They're flying around like jets. Megatron turns into a tank. Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and Wheeljack are probably, like, they appear to be just civilian vehicles. They use that as part of the whole plot right here, right? Yeah, yeah. Megatron and others like him were predetermined to be slaves, either in battle or work. He even accuses Optimus of doing nothing. It's a, you did nothing to help us. Optimus Prime is like, yo, man, Alpha Trion would be ashamed of you. Megatron says, I think he'd be ashamed of both of us. Optimus won't accept Megatron's terms, and they fight. Who is Alpha Trion? He's like the OG Transformer. Oh. Let me me read you from tfwiki.net. Okay. Alpha Trion is one of the oldest living Transformers. In his youth, he went by the name A3. In this time, he helped lead the enslaved Cybertronians and their rebellion against their cruel masters, the Quintessens. As a result, he was instrumental in first establishing Cybertron as an independent planet. So he did not take place in the Great War. He's, uh, he is firmly on the side of the Autobots, serving as a mentor and guide, especially Optimus Prime and some other characters that aren't mentioned. So he's just a really, really old Transformer. Like millions and millions of years ago. Well... He's a really, really dead Transformer <laughs> now. Sure. 
Megatron easily overpowers Optimus Prime in their little scuffle. And then Optimus Prime accuses Megatron of murdering Alpha Trion, mm-hmm. which kind of causes Megatron to get a little more upset. And you actually, I think after he says that, we actually cut to Jetfire's face and a few of the other Seekers. They're like, what? Yeah. But, you know, Megatron keeps beating him up. And then he says, you weren't built for this. You were always slow. You weren't built to make the tough decisions. You, you're not strong enough to lead Cybertron like I am. Yeah. And he's right. Optimus Prime is just a truck. Megatron is a tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry. I mean, he has a gigantic gun on his right oh, arm. Oh, yeah. No, just the way you said that. Just the way you said that. Were you happy with Megatron being a tank? If I remember right, in the live action movies, he was a he was a jet, right? No. I don't think so. I thought he was a jet. No, shot. I, uh, I don't know enough about Megatron. I mean, I remember he was, I had the gun when I was a kid. Like, I had the the, the Luger or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. He used to transform into a gun, and then Starscream would fire him. <laughs> yeah. Starscream was the jet, the F-22 in the, the live action. I think Megatron was a jet in the live action one, too. Yeah, he transforms into a jet. Oh, he does, huh? He looks really goofy, but he's a jet. He's got, like, inverted wings. Cybertronian jet. Yeah. Interesting. All right. That's dumb. Let's move on. Fair enough. <laughs> We're moving. We're moving. Right before Megatron's about to land the killing blow, there's a shot of Megatron holding the, the sword or whatever weapon this is above Optimus, and it gets blown out of his hand, and then one of the Seekers gets their head blown off. <laughs> and then there's more shooting from the top of some structure. I don't know exactly what it is. It's enough to distract the rest of the Seekers. Megatron turns into a tank and shoots at that person. It is a female Transformer called Alita. I didn't know there could be female Transformers, but apparently there are. I mean, are they female or is she just female presenting? Is that the term? She's very feminine. But I don't I don't think yeah. they have yeah. genders. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, Maybe. But uh, I, I'm not going to Google that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not out here trying to decide that. <laughs> That's a Google search I don't need. Uh, Megatron orders the Seekers after Optimus Prime and the others. They take off running. As you said, they never actually... Yeah. Yeah, they don't drive away. As they're running from them, she detonates some explosives after Megatron orders her to do that. I don't know if it actually kills anyone, but it stops their pursuit. Right, 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 right. And then... Uh, no one dies. She can actually... I mean, we did see someone get their head blown It's a off. robot. And they could go right back together. I'm just saying, we saw someone get their head blown off. She confronts Optimus Prime about this. She kind of dresses him down in front of Wheeljack and Bumblebee. You know, he's being reckless. She's like, the whole idea of detonating the explosives is for you to be as far away as possible. It's like, I had no choice. Alita points her gun at Bumblebee and it's like, who is this one? And he's like, yo, man, I'm just a scavenger that was hired to find some Energon. And then she's like, well, where is it? And he's like, yo, I was hired to help you find it. I wasn't hired to help you get it or bring it back or whatever. Pay me and I'll be on my way. Optimus is like, well, we'll talk about this at headquarters because you can go back there and talk to Megatron if you want. (laughs) For lack of a better term, they roll out and then Bumblebee quickly follows behind them after he's like, yeah, 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 you're right. They head towards a big wall, just a big wall in the middle of nowhere, which appears to be a hologram because they can just walk right through it. Bumblebee, like an idiot, he watches everyone walk through it. and He goes up to it. And tries to push his hand on it and then falls through. I'm like, what did you expect? <laughs> what did you expect? He's an idiot. Well, he's also like trying to hide and he's painted himself bright yellow. It's whatever. 
And he makes a lot of noise for someone who's trying to be quiet. Oh, man. So on the other side of this wall is a ship, a really big ship. Wheeljack reveals, yeah, this is why we needed that Energon, trying to get out of here. There appear to be lots of injured Autobots on this ship. Optimus Prime orders him to go to medical. He's going to go talk to Ultra Magnus. Alita's like, you're the one here who needs a, a medic. You know, we don't need your brain module getting caved in. And he just kind of puts his hand on her shoulder and then walks away. He talks to someone named Ultra Magnus. And uh, Ultra Magnet does it. Ultra Magnet. <laughs> Ultra Magnus. <laughs> oh, UM doesn't actually think that their current method of war will work. These hit and run tactics aren't going to sustain them forever. Optimus is like, these are only, this is our only choice. You know, this is the only thing we can do until we get more Energon. Ultra Magnus is like, yo, man, you got to accept that treaty. You know, as your friend and the person in charge of your military, there's no way we can win. You have to accept the treaty. Mm. Optimus Prime is out. He's like, no, it'll be extinction if we accept the treaty. It'll be extinction either way. Either they'll die being slaves or they'll die being destroyed. Yeah. I guess Ultra Magnus is important. Yeah. Because we immediately meet another Autobot who has two has a two-part name. But like Optimus Prime, Alpha Trion, Ultra Magnus, they're using words like Ultra, Alpha, Prime to indicate, I guess, some sort of importance. I don't know anything about Ultra Magnus. No, I think that's just his name. It was a thought. Prime is, and a lot of, I don't know if it was originally this way or not, but Prime usually means, uh, it's like a designation of sorts. Yeah. Well, because isn't, in one of the live action movies, there's, there's another one. Yeah. Right? In the... Transformers the movie, the cartoon, Optimus Prime dies, and Ultra Magnus tries to take the Matrix of Leadership. It won't open for him, but it opens for Hot Rod, and Hot Rod is turned into Rodimus Prime to lead them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, and there is, I think, in one of the live-action ones, there's like a a predecessor to Optimus Prime. I forget his name. He is voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Mm. (laughs) That's a goatee. But that's a whole other other thing. Isn't there, in the game, don't you also meet Another prime? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, We're now in the medical bay. Red Alert makes fun of Wheeljack. He's like, he is beyond my abilities to prepare. Then he throws him thoraxal nodes. I don't know what those do, but they're helpful. Red Alert checks out Bumblebee. and While Bumblebee's looking around, uh, he sees more injured Autobots. And Red Alert's like, it looks bad, but I can assure you, it's as bad as it looks. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right. All right. Optimus Prime rolls up. You know, hey, Bumblebee, I got to talk to you. And then Bumblebee just says no. And he's like, what? 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 And he's like, you're going to ask me to join your crusade. <laughs> Optimus Prime's like, am I that obvious? Bumblebee's like, no, I'm not going to join you. I'm out here just trying to survive. And then he tries to leave. Two Autobots appear to, uh, Autobots appear to block his exit. Prime gets mad and he growls like, we are not Decepticons. Please let him go. That was good. They should hire you. To do some voiceover work. (laughs) Those two Autobots get out of his way. Bumblebee's leaving. And as he exits the room, we get a shot of Ultra Magnus, like the side of his face. Now we are in what what looks like a a modern day stadium. Because it's big, almost cylindrical in shape. I guess this is Megatron's headquarters. But on the inside, it looks like a giant arena. Hmm. He's spreading some propaganda, some old fake news about uh, how uh, Optimus Prime, uh, under a flag of truce, tried to assassinate him, and that he empowers all the Decepticons and all the citizens of Cybertron to help him bring down Optimus Prime. 
there are lots of people that are cheering for this. A lot more Decepticons than Autobots. I don't know if that's the same in-universe, but yeah. there do appear to be hundreds of Decepticons, and we only saw like 15 Autobots. So Yeah, there could be others out there doing things, but they do seem to be sure. outnumbered for sure. Starscream is clapping. He got himself a new arm. Jetfire bumps him, and he's like, if you want to lose that arm again, keep talking that mad snuff. Both Jetfire and Starscream try to talk to Megatron. And Starscream's like, yo, man, if I was in charge of the Seekers, I would have already brought you Prime. Megatron's like, yo, man, your ambition will be your undoing. And then Jetfire's like, yeah, man, he's really arrogant. And Megatron says, I like his arrogance, but neither of you will be able to defeat Prime because we can't beat him in the traditional way. We have to hit him in his soft areas. We have to get him where it hurts. Honor, brotherhood, love. And as he's saying these things, a hooded figure, which looks exactly like Ultra Magnus, with the exception of he has a hood, is walking towards their gates, and then the episode ends. I actually thought it looked a little bit like Prime, but I wasn't sure. Oh. Well, I just I saw the shoulders because mm. he has like two things sticking out the top of his shoulders. And I was like, oh interesting. It's Ultra well, Magnus. if I remember correctly, the toy for Ultra Magnus back in the eighties is quite literally just like a repaint of Optimus oh. Prime. <laughs> if I recall correctly, I might be wrong. But yeah. That was our plot breakdown. Anthony, did you like this show? I liked it enough to watch the next episode. Did you watch the next no, episode? No, I did not. No, I did not. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't have enough time at the time. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you think it's worth the price of subscription? Um, I don't know. I'm mixed. As a, okay. as a cartoon for kids, I don't know who this is for yet. I'm intrigued enough with the lore and being a Transformers fan. I'm going to go back and finish this series and i'll probably watch the next couple that come out uh which already have blurbs out there which are makes them sound way more interesting than this actually (laughs) honestly but in and of itself you know i want to lean towards no without having seen the rest of it it's hard to say worth the price of subscription on a uh on a a first episode a lot of times and this one i'm I'm gonna lean towards no there's six episodes yeah it's not a lot it's definitely not a lot so i'll finish it at some point what about you I think I agree. The only reason why I even watched the second episode is I just needed to know what was going to happen. And I think uh, I think it's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I don't know if I would watch any more. I think if I had children, I'd probably watch it a little bit more. Or I'd be more inclined to watch it. I don't, I don't think my wife cares about Transformers at all, so there's no reason for her to watch it with me either. Sure, sure. So Everyone should care about it a little bit more. <laughs> That's one of the most popular franchises of all time. How much more can it need? Yeah. <laughs> the mo- the live action movies could have been, you know, way better, but that's a whole other thing. If I remember right, they the first one was really good. Like, I think the first Transformers live action movie is really, really good. I didn't see the second or third one. I think we saw the fourth one together. Did we? I think so. That's the, one, where they're in, the, the one they're in China, right? Mm, uh, maybe. Is that the, the first one with Marky Mark in it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, I think we did go see that because the yeah, yeah. It's okay. Then, it has the, the cringiest a, lines. Of, anyways, doesn't matter. And then they made another one, which I never saw. And then Bumblebee, okay. I did not see. Bumblebee's so. really good. I actually really. I think Bumblebee's probably their best one. It mm. starts on Cybertron with like a Cybertronian war, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. So Ultra Magnus is just a repaint of Optimus Prime. The Seekers, Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp are all also just repaints of each other. 
Hmm. Which is why they look very similar in the cartoon and whatnot. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. So you said you watched the second episode. Yeah. There wasn't enough there to make you want to watch three, four, five, six? Just not enough to, to make me devote the time. Do you disagree with me on the, the pacing being too slow? No, I don't. I don't know why this could have just been a movie, right? <laughs> like, yeah, well. there's six episodes, 25 minutes or less. If my math works in my head, that's an hour and 80 minutes. Oh, an hour and 80 minutes, but an hour and 40 minutes? Yeah. I'm probably doing that wrong. That's probably way wrong. Well, six times 25 is 150. Yeah. So yeah. why couldn't it just been a movie? Kids aren't going to watch two hours of television, you know? It's a little mini series. I don't know. Do you feel like the if the events of episodes one and two were put into one episode? I'd even watch the second episode, but if everything that happened in the second episode also happened in the first, and it was all still in the same 30 minutes or less, would do you think it would benefit from that? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. All right. I mean, I, 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 spoilers. I don't think the second episode is much to write home about. I guess that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. There's a battle scene. There's a bigger battle scene, but yeah. I think it might just be, I don't want to say it's too child friendly, but I think it's a little cheesy for me. A yeah. little too cheesy. That might be it. Okay. I, I don't okay. disagree. I don't disagree. That's okay. Things can be cheesy. Cheesy things are fun. I just don't think this does it for me. Okay. If you watch them and you like them enough and you tell me to watch them, I will give them a shot. All right. I appreciate that you trust my opinion. (laughs) Look, man, I said this before in one of our other episodes. If I don't know enough about something, I'm not arrogant enough to be like, yo, I know more than anyone else and I'm right and everyone else is wrong. (laughs) So, uh, except when it comes to 3022, because you cannot convince me otherwise. Oh, man. Well, you know, Transformers... Like you said, there's been a lot of different shows, a lot of different continuities. There's a lot of fans of different parts of it. If any of y'all out there listening to this have a different opinion, and I'm sure a lot of you do, for better or for worse, uh, please let us know. Reach out to us. Chris gave the uh, the email address earlier, sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. Let us know if there's some other cartoon Transformers show we should be watching instead. And we can maybe check that out. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, you can hit us up at b underscore roll podcast Uh, we post uh, little snippets from upcoming episodes announcements that type of things be sure to follow us there and uh yeah let us know what what's going on whether it's transformers related or just other science fiction media you'd like us to check out and we're always open to suggestions we really really appreciate it yeah i'll let you do the next bit oh okay if you really liked what you heard which you know i understand because it's we, we make really good content. Feel free to hit us up, www.patreon.com forward slash B underscore roll. If you become patrons, you get access to all sorts of exclusive content. A lot of people may not understand because I don't know how many people make podcasts that listen to us, but there's a lot of things that are said that don't actually make it into the episode. Yeah, yeah. Like this so, whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that extra stuff... No one else has ever heard that except for Anthony or myself. But if you become a patron, you might actually be able to hear some of that stuff. You can actually listen to, I think, the first five minutes of us figuring out how to make this podcast um, <laughs> and how it grew organically. Yeah, all, all of our preparation was documented Yeah, in so, five minutes or less. <laughs>
if you should decide to become a patron, we'd appreciate it. And if you can't, because you can't afford it, I'm not out of here trying to shame you. 2020 is a rough year. Oh, yeah. You know, everyone's got to save as much money as they can. It doesn't look like it's getting much better out there for the rest of us. So please like, please subscribe, please review. Five stars on iTunes. The higher, the the more we get of those, the higher up on the charts we get, more people can listen to it. More people can enjoy this content. And if you don't have any friends to share it with, share it with your enemies because, you know, they deserve to listen to this too. That'll about do it for me. That'll do it for me. Like I said earlier, 2020 is a rough year. And if you're listening to this in 2021 or 2022, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what it's going to be. But uh, just know that you should stay out there, stay healthy, stay hydrated, and listen to our podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So, yeah. She, I reached out and I touched this dead corpse remains of this roach and I picked it up and threw it away and she looked at me like, why'd you do that? I brought that to you. <laughs> this was Idiot. for you. You ungrateful, <laughs> ugh, worthless human. How dare you, sir? <laughs> it was great. But old Cat and Janeway is back to being somewhat normal. Well, as normal as Janeway could be. Yeah. <sighs>